welcome everyone to the Arts Villages new podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is something that we devised um, actually before lockdown, but kind of came to fruition during lockdown, which is what everyone does. You always got to start a podcast in lockdown, I think. Yeah, I think it's been a trend now, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just what you do. It fills the time. We thought it would be a good way for us to keep in touch with the village community while we're all Mm -hmm. isolated in our homes and a good way to also keep showcasing local artists and people doing cool projects in Mm -hmm. Rotorua. So I am Georgia, the activities coordinator at the village, and my amazing co-host is... oh wow amazing <laughs> i'm i'm tara creative well-being coordinator at the village and today we're joined by a special guest who is our new director miss kelly mcmanus kia ora. kia ora, kelly how are you how are you both good good a nice sunny day today mm. during our recording <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a nice sunny day in this cold office that I'm sitting in. But other than that, great. I'm a bit sleep deprived, but all good. <laughs> yeah, how are you today, Kelly? I'm good. We extended our bubble a little bit. I've got two of my nieces here with me for a few days. Give their mum a bit of a rest, so. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's good. That must be nice for them. So, shall we go into... Some of the few events that have been going on with the village recently. We've been striving on through all this, but there's only a couple for obvious reasons. (laughs) But some pretty exciting ones. The most exciting, I would say, would be what you've been doing, Tada, with some community outreach. Do you want to talk about um, these art packs? Oh, yes, yes. Um, so we've got art packs together with our creative well-being co-papa at the village. Because of the lockdown, we're kind of like limited a bit on how many we can deliver out. So we partnered with several community groups to get this to Fano who need them. So we have partnered with Fordlands Community Center, Rotorua Pacific Islands Development Charitable Trust, and Te Arawa Fano Ora. And they got this packs out in the community. They were assembled as best as I can in my own room (laughs) uh, with gloves on and I tried to well I did (laughs) disinfect what I can so um, I hope the community is enjoying them and we're about to do a second batch so yeah I'm quite stoked about it because as much as it is assembled by us I believe it's very much a community gift it was put together by the community and I'm just glad it's going back to the community as well. Um, If I can just jump in initially the art packs weren't a response to COVID Mm -hmm. but it was a corridor that we had and we made it a response to COVID Mm -hmm. around well-being. Yes definitely. We I mean the arts village team. I really appreciated how quickly everybody got together, how easy it was to to pull this together too. Um, There was no hesitation, nobody, um, everybody was on board basically. And I just really loved how, um, you know, Tara, you took the lead on this and you, you know, you're living out of your bedroom basically. (laughs) 
and you would show us the art packs being put together and your bedroom and safely and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, for an arts village, it's not what's expected Mm -hmm. that we would respond to COVID that way, but it just seemed natural. And in terms of the wellbeing for the community and the groups that Tara is currently working with. Mm -hmm. So what I really loved about that was it was quickly done. Mm -hmm. There was some collaboration and the feedback from the whanau who have received so far is incredible yeah exactly yeah. exactly what we would hope it would do would be mm. supporting whānau around well-being and it's not just the babies the children the rangatahi that are benefiting from it but also the parents too what we've seen and some mm-hmm. of the feedback that we've received and that's huge that's really really huge you know because we have whānau order that's out there doing the good mahi all the time responding really quickly with hygiene mm-hmm. packs with high packs and here's the little old arts village team (laughs) (laughs) thinking what can we do to respond to COVID in terms of community and well-being and the art packs is what was decided and it's just been huge just the little bit that we've done has been huge Mm. Tara kind of short sells herself there Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I really wanted to um, really um, let everybody know that that's what what it looked like and Tara was out there on her little car and picking (laughs) up up and dropping off and all sorts of things so yeah we really appreciate your mahitara and I really appreciate how quickly our team come together to mm. put this together. Yes, it's like the best thing about working with this team because like everyone's heart is just in the right place and mm. everyone's just so supportive and it's just really easy to do things. Mm. So like a round of applause for everyone, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> we we get like clapping sound effects on this. One? Oh, you have to you have to ask the producer. We did this in front of a live studio audience, I would like to tell all the listeners, actually. I think people, yeah, underestimate how much, like, art can contribute to just a massive uplift in well-being. Like, even, you know, just a few pencils and a little, Mm. a nice little notebook it can yeah. make you feel really special and appreciated and also just give you the tools to maybe find something new about yourself as well. Yeah. And Absolutely. it doesn't have to be, you know, this huge, huge thing. It can be something small. Yeah. It gets them comfortable being in that bubble as well or finding comfort even in their little bubbles. Like especially in level four, you can't really go out much unless you're into exercising or going to the supermarket. So. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's a nice little thing you can sneak into your day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is one little thing we've been doing. Also, (laughs) we have published some guidelines on the upcoming 200 show. Yeah. And so that is coming up. When is that? coming up (laughs) oh um we're hoping to publish the guidelines um within the end of the week yeah so everyone should um watch this space (laughs) watch this space head onto our facebook page or onto our website and hopefully we'll get to see you in the 200 show yeah that would be amazing and another thing we had worked on in the last few weeks a few weeks in the last week (laughs) is um georgia could you talk about the exhibition video on our facebook page oh exciting Yeah, yeah i did a quick just a quick little zoom last saturday just to kind of let people into our exhibition process a little bit and to kind of show people how to apply for exhibitions because I think 
just the idea of an exhibition is quite intimidating for maybe some people when really it's it's a big deal you know it's really cool to have it but really anyone can you Mm -hmm. know as long as you're an artist and you create things we're happy to put them up as long as you're um you know not bigoted (laughs) um (laughs) we won't stand for that your heart's in the right place yeah (laughs) we did a little zoom and recorded the meeting so if anyone wants to know anything about our exhibition process we've got that up on our facebook if anyone is interested in exhibiting with us for 2022 everything you'll need to know is up on our facebook page and you can also email me at activities at artsvillage.org.nz should we get into maybe a bit of a more in-depth introduction to our main lady kelly I don't know if I'm the main lady, but... um. (laughs) Lady of the hour. So, do you want to just give us like a little brief about yourself? Yeah, I'll just introduce myself really quickly in terms of how I um, only know how to introduce myself. (laughs) Ko waiau, ki te taho o tōku pāpa. Ko puto a ki te maunga, ko rangitai ki te awa, ko pōpuhino te marae, ko te paipoto te hapu, ko mātato te waka. Kona te awa, me tūhui, nā iwi. Ki te taha o tōku māma, ko ruahia te maunga, ko te awa o te atua te awa, ko rangi auhia te marae, ko te arawa te waka, ko rangi tihi te tangata, ko nati rangi tihi, nati whakauwe, nati pikiao ngā iwi. Kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora. So I've just introduced myself in terms of my pepeha on both my my dad and my mum's side. I'm a kawarau girl. I grew up in the little township kawarau, but I reside here in Rotorua and have done for the, about 20 years now. I've got a background in education, um, community work, art. Yeah, that's about, that's a little bit of self-intro there. That's great. Would you mind telling us how are your first few weeks at the village? Because it's been a bit of a, um, it's not what we thought it was going to be. We kind of had all these plans. Yes. And boom, lockdown. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So my first few weeks at the village, absolutely not what I had visioned. Yeah. So two days into my orientation, we were locked down. Yeah, I had to learn really quickly um, what was supposed to take a month um, (laughs) of just kind of easing into things. And, you know, we had our little Mm -hmm. list of have a look at this and talk to this person Mm -hmm. and have coffee with that person. And, you know, it was all kind of, oh, this is quite cool to um, lock down. And here's all the things that you need to learn really quickly. And we need to put these in place. Although it's been super busy, it's been really awesome. Quite like being thrown in the deep end on, on some things. Um, and it seems to kind of be like a thing that just happens for me. It's just kind of like, yeah, you can do it. Here you go and run. But it has been really good having a really supportive board and an amazing team to work with that just kind of put their hands up, say, what are we doing? And just kind of run with it and do it. Yeah, so that's been really interesting. It's been really awesome. Um, we were able, it was like lucky us, Mary Beth, um, the outgoing director her um travel plans were paused so we took that one and we kept it a little bit longer and um I know it wasn't cool for her because she's meant to be off but for us it was great (laughs) and um and so having her guidance and her leadership has meant a bit of a longer handover so I've 
really been able to get into some places that we may not have been able to had she have gone when she had planned to. So yeah, that's been pretty cool. But I yeah, I absolutely did envision sitting at my home office. Um <laughs> I wanted to be at my, my new office at the village, at the arts village, and yeah, never mind. It's been a learning experience. Yeah, that's always that's always the way I find. Always happens. Mm. If we continue decreasing the levels, hopefully we'll get you into your new office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been awesome having in the last um last few weeks as well um mm. super supportive and always checking in on us it's always really good to to know that your manager's got your back you know yeah yeah so while we're on the subject of decreasing the lockdowns mm. um what's something exciting you look forward to happening at the village well just being back at the village will be really exciting <laughs> <laughs> It'll be real good. What I'm looking forward to is always the exhibitions that are coming up. It'll be really nice to make us feel a little bit normal mm. um, having those exhibitions. I'm looking forward to meeting everybody that kind of makes everything tick at the Arts Village. I'm looking forward to exciting events that we're, you know, that we're planning on putting together. And I'm looking forward to just having some exciting new, some maybe not so new, new events and exhibitions mm. happening yeah yeah well i can't wait to get back either to be honest yeah. same <laughs> So you mentioned you do have an art practice. Mm-hmm. Could we um, find out a bit more about that? Like, what do you make and yep. what kind of is your process? I'm a painter and I also engage in uku, clay. I haven't always been a painter. I've, I've been a wannabe painter. And I actually, in my last year of my um, art degree, I went down, I made the decision to transfer down to Hiritaunga and Hastings. I was told that if I wanted to have my whole art practice turned upside down, inside out, I needed to go and sit in front of Dr. Sandy Adsy. And I thought, yeah, I really, I really need somebody to um to tell me what's up. I need to grow and I need to be mm-hmm. be in his presence. So it wasn't easy the transfer, but made it down there and his words to me was, You're an uku artist, what are you doing here? I can't teach you how to be an uku artist, I'm a painter. I can teach you how to be a painter. So I said, yeah, I want to be a painter. So learned some painting skills from Sandy Adsy. And yeah, but Uku is one of my um, discoveries that I made while I was studying my art degree. But I didn't know that I that I really loved. And I really love Uku because I can be a bit of a perfectionist in terms of how I do my artwork. And Uku means that I don't know what's going to happen. I can't get all the bumps out. I can't get everything straight. And when we go into the process of Raku, I can't guarantee what's going to come out at the end. I can't guarantee that the the glaze that I put on it is going to be the glaze that I had hoped it was going to be. It kind of taught me about it's okay. It doesn't have to be exactly how you thought it was going to be. So that process really helped me with a lot of things, even you know just kind of going with the flow and it's okay it's you know if it breaks it's okay and in my paintings I love to engage in um, patterns in particular cool fi fi I quoted all that my dad gave me around um cool fi fi was cool fi fi is uh, actually a lost language in the old days the komatua would be able to read the cool fi fi in the whare it was a whole language yeah. And that um the corridor with my dad was he remembers being really little and 
and seen that happen, been in that space when those kōrero have happened. And mm. he he talked about it being a lost language. So, um, yeah, I really love engaging in kōwhaiwhai and creating my own kōrero to the kōwhaiwhai. That's pretty lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so you worked in the community where you still do mm-hmm. as the director, but your past job you were working in the community. Um, would you say, like, you're kind of artistic outlook and just the way that you approach things impacted your work in the community in any way like did you want to bring that kind of focus into your your work or yes absolutely my mahi just before here was working in kawero at tuwhare toki kawero haiwara i was working with Fano to create start launch their own businesses looking at building on whenua papakainga and also education and um, employment. But it was a brand new contract then. There was kind of no kind of rules on how it was supposed to roll out. So um, it allowed me to be creative within it and I loved it. So I kind of was able to design the blueprint for this brand new service and it's a it was a brand new service nationally too through Fano Order. So yeah, it was good and I was able to come up with workshop ideas to plug Fano into other workshops, just ideas on how they might be able to start their business in a place like Kawero. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, you know, they're kind of in between the Eastern Bay of Plenty and in between Rotorua, and there's no real ecosystem in the Eastern Bay of Plenty. So part of my plan was to create an ecosystem that Fano, who are starting all these amazing businesses, can start feeding into each other. Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter what kind of business that they wanted to start, as long as they had somebody who believed in their idea and somebody that would just pick it up and run with it it was all good and yeah I had a few whanau and they still are they're um checking on them every now and again too (laughs) just to have a catch up on how they're going and there were some amazing people like people who made um children's clothing from scratch you know that's amazing but she then went on to do a whole heap of other things like went into jewelry and then another person who was probably not the type of person who could just go out and get a job due to his facial tattoos you know, he knew his barriers. Yeah. So he wanted to start his own printing business. We supported him in that and he ended up getting this printing machine and he's inundated with orders. Awesome. He believed in his idea and we believed in him mm-hmm. and we were just the the vehicle to helping him. And he no longer needs to look for employment. He created his own employment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess my community approach is just kind of looking at it put our spin on it and get really involved in it and Mm. and believe in it yeah it's so awesome yeah that's why I think community work is such a cool job to have as Mm. much as it's a profession it's I feel like it's a lot of like a vocation as well because you put so much heart into it yeah and especially when you realize that even just if you just have someone backing you up or being your advocate and you can push that someone into doing what they love and actually seeing them flourish and it's quite an amazing thing to see absolutely Mm. i guess that kind of community talk kind of brings us to community art which is something that we obviously work with at the village a lot Mm. What is your approach to community art? Are there any local artists that you think are amazing? Oh. <laughs> People should check out. Yeah. And <laughs> there is. There's 
so many local artists out there that people should check out. Now, um, without plugging anybody, I guess. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't want to like offend anybody. Go, oh, she gave them a plug, but not me. Um, <laughs> but there are there are some artists that I've been um, having a cordial with um, lately. And one of them is Richie Witiri. He's a carver and he's been doing a lot of ponamu um, work. And we hope to have him in, um, in one of our exhibitions next year. Ooh. Another artist is Vendela Elliott. Vendela is a local artist and she's just starting to come on the scene, I guess. And she does a lot of artwork around wahine and empowerment mm. of wahine and also around um, childbirth and yeah so hapu mama that kind of um, mm. mahi I actually exhibited alongside Bendela last year and yeah she does some incredible artwork there's quite a lot of young artists that I've been uh, having caught it all with and I can't wait for them to explode on the scene yeah those are some of the some of the people that we can look at having a around in the in the near future yeah that'd be amazing yeah. and then i also hope to um look at some other artists that have maybe exploded into the scene a long time ago and they're still around but they're not really practicing um mm-hmm. so um one person that i'd love to see some mahi from if she would do it again is string graft she was one of my um, influences when I first started my study and um, she went through a lot of stuff and it came out in her artwork. Her korero for me was huge and it helped me mm-hmm. with my art practice because I kind of went through some similar stuff quite early on in my um, study. She used to do a lot of wahine um, paintings. Um, she's actually one of Sandy Adset's best friends and I'd love to reconnect with her and see if she would put something together too. Um, incredible artist. And in the corridor that I read of hers, she talked about having a relationship with with the next realm, I guess. So beyond mm-hmm. oh, yeah. life. Mm-hmm. So in her artworks and her journey, she talked about that. And that really stuck with me. And I think personally, I created some of my best artwork based on her corridor. Mm-hmm. And how how that related to me, yeah. So I'll send this podcast to June, <laughs> <laughs> and um, hopefully she takes up the challenge and pulls out her paintbrushes again. Oh, wonderful! Yes, I think I've met Fire June because um, she does come around the village sometimes. Awesome. Yeah, she's doing some awesome mahi with Cancer Trust. I think she's running yes. awesome art programs yes. in there. We're lucky to have her in their community as well. Mm, yes, I'm probably one of her biggest fans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of related to that, I guess. Mm-hmm. If the Arts Village had unlimited funding and could do anything we wanted, what would be like your ultimate wish list? Like? Oh, heck. <laughs> if we had an endless supply of money, oh, oh, you know, we would be bigger <laughs> and we would have, you know, like way more exhibition space. So we can have a few exhibitions going at a time. Oh, and we would have um, capacity for more outside stuff mm. so that we could have uh, regular gatherings too. Not just markets, but also, you know, like we could have artist talks out there. You could have performances out there. Yeah. Um, 
you know, live music, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that would be really cool. I, I would love more exhibition space because mm. I don't think that there's enough of it in Rotorua. There's not enough places for people to exhibit, mm-hmm. you know, where the whole community can come to. And I also think about, like, we're a diverse community and I'd love to see diverse communities exhibiting side by side Mm. you know not always just one I guess but we could have one here and another kaupapa there and another kaupapa there Mm. that'll be part of my wish list yeah Mm. got some awesome big dreams at the village (laughs) so I think (laughs) that's if we we got the unlimited amount of money (laughs) exactly so I would like to plug um if you'd like to support our mahi at the village um we've got a supporters club check out more information and be one of our supporters information's on our website and you know a lot of things we want to we want to make it happen at the village and yeah we won't be able to do it without the support of our community and also our funders so yeah slick plug plug (laughs) slick gang (laughs) okay i think we're nearly reaching the end of our time it's been wonderful talking to you kelly you know we've sort of been getting to know you more over this yeah quite for long period but um it's been good to talk a bit more in in depth and not talk about work stuff as much but do you have like a little message you want to send out before we go um yeah i just wanted to tag on to the end of your korero there georgia um i mean you guys have seen me in my pajamas now (laughs) so um (laughs) and my hair all out the gate and everything but um being the new director um i've got some huge dreams to fill mary beth has left a huge legacy and i guess i don't want to change a huge amount but i do want to improve some things add to it as well but what I want the community is that the doors are always open and we're always keen on um, new and exciting ideas so come down share them with us if you have something that you think that we all would like to get involved in come down and and have that kōrero with us down at the Arts Village because as much as we have our own or ideas on things we also would like to know what the community want what do you want to see happen what do you want to see more of or less of and yeah that's me <laughs> great well i think that wraps it all up thank you for whoever listened for listening to our new experiment mm-hmm. <laughs> very per- very first podcast eh? yeah <laughs> yeah and thank you kelly for joining us and letting us uh, practice interviewing with you <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> thank you Tara for being the co-host and thank you Joshua for producing sitting there silently yeah and, and thank you Georgia for making it all happen <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> really quickly mm. yeah <laughs> Well, what's the point of a lockdown podcast if you release it after lockdown? After lockdown, that's true. (laughs) Hope everyone is keeping safe. And is there anything else we want them to know about um, building-wise? At level three, we're still closed. We're still working remotely. But as soon as we hit level two, we'll be back in the building and looking forward to seeing everybody. Hopefully we'll be back Mm -hmm. soon with our next exhibition, Connections by (laughs) Ruth McMonagall. Yes. It's going to be a really beautiful quilt exhibition all about Mm -hmm. environmentalism. 
Mm. Her things are really quite stunning. Yeah, don't forget to check out our Instagram and our Facebook for updates. And if you want to get into it more, probably have some online events coming up if we do end up with a longer lockdown, which I hope not. But yeah. Awesome. Woo! Bye. Happy day. Woo!